You're listening to the Ikra Book Festival 2020, brought to you by The Ark, Radio Ramadan 365, Al Khair, Human Relief Foundation, and Allison Street Cleaners. Allison Street Cleaners, is your laundry piling up? Are you too tired or busy to get it done? Come to Allison Street Cleaners, a fast and friendly laundrette. Services include dry cleaning, ironing, shirt service, and you can now also hire the rug doctor, making sure all your cleaning needs are fulfilled. Presenting you with an exclusive Ramadan special to Radio Ramadan listeners. £2 off every £10 spent until the 15th of June. Don't miss out. Visit us at 110 Allison Street, Glasgow, g 428 N or call 0141-423-3958 Alison Street Cleaners Clean water isn't a luxury It's the moral right of everyone Yet 785 million people live without it And the consequences are dramatic With diseases from dirty water Killing more people each year Than all forms of violence Including war It's why Human Relief Foundation bring clean water into the heart of communities. But they need your support to do more. Visit hrf.org.uk We believe that every child deserves a good education. This is the best way to ensure that they can achieve their full potential and escape a life of poverty for themselves and their families. All that these children want is a chance to learn and fulfill their dreams. With your donations, Al Khair Foundation helps thousands of children gain a quality education. Please support us so that we can continue to help some of the poorest children across the world. To learn more, please visit our Glasgow branch at 441A Victoria Road, Glasgow, G428RW or call on 0141-423-5747 or visit our website at alkhair.org. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to the Ikra Book Festival. Um, I'm excited to have our next um, panellist on. Uh, it's We have Saqib Razak and she will be discussing uh, her behind the scenes experience of how you get a book published and what goes on in that process. Um, she's been working with Colourful Heritage and um, with with them she's been working on a project that's entitled Spice of Life, Scottish South Asian Lessons Living. Um, it's inspired by Dr. Carr Pillimer's 30 Lessons for Living. And it's, um, well, we've got uh, Sakib here. Assalamu alaikum, Sakib. How are Hi, you? Assalam. Thanks very much for um, actually inviting me to the Grabuk Festival. And as you said, uh, my name is Sakib Razak, working with the Colourful Heritage Project in Glasgow, Scotland. And I wanted to highlight this uh, project that we've been working on to write this book called The Spice of Life, Scottish South Asian Lessons for Living. Now, I must stress, this is a working project title. This is not a finalised title at the moment uh, because it's, uh, you know, it's still in a, in, a, in a draft form, actually, the book. But it's, you know, it's coming along nicely. But what I wanted to do today was just before I talk a bit more about the book, I wanted to let you know a little bit more about Colourful Heritage and the work we've done so far, the journey we've done so far, in order to reach this point that's allowed us to write this book. So without any further ado, I'll just move on to a few other slides now. 
So Colourful Heritage is a project, um, it's one of the largest South Asian heritage focused projects actually in Scotland initiatives and the aims and it's the it's it's largest initiative in Scotland in fact and the aims of the, the project are to capture, celebrate and inspire others with the contribution of the South Asian elders that have come to Scotland you know well over 50 years ago, half a century ago. Um, and initially, incidentally, this year, in fact, uh, is our, in 2020, is our 10-year anniversary. So we've been, you know, around for 10 years. And I just wanted to highlight some of the achievements that we've made in the last 10 years. Now, our main, our main, our, uh, the main starting point for us was to conduct uh, video interviews of stories of our elders. And so far, we've managed to capture over 120 unique and fascinating video histories, you know, amazing stories from these South Asian elders. And this involves, you know, not just the sort of Muslim community, but the sort of Pakistani, the converted Muslims, the Hindu, the Sikh faith. So it's across all sort of South Asian faiths. Um, and so, you know, you can see all of these uh, for free on our uh, website, just down here, colorfulheritage.com. And in 2014, we launched the Bashirman Archive uh, at the Mitchell Library in Glasgow, where it is now actually housed and looked after. And it consists of letters, photographs, and artifacts which belong to Britain's first publicly elected Muslim councillor, Bashirman. And so they look after all of this. And this is something that's available for everyone to access and to, you know, for further research. And in 2017, we teamed up with, um, I mean, we'd already teamed up with Glasgow, Glasgow Life, but with Glasgow Museums, we teamed up to produce the Glasswood, to curate, in fact, the Glasswood Asians exhibition, which is housed at Scotland Street School Museum. And this is actually a mixture of community exhibits and exhibits which, you know, the museums, very, very few exhibits that they had held in their collections, and it's to put them out on display for the community. And in fact, it's Scotland's first dedicated exhibition which celebrates the journey and the contributions of the South Asians and the Muslim community that have come to Scotland. So we're very proud of that. Lots of uh, themes covered in there, entrepreneurship, politics. You can see here, this is our uh, wall size timeline. It's a massive wall with uh, lots of entries for different points when different people have come to Glasgow and the different uh, major events that have taken place within the South Asian community. So it's amazing, you know, we've got some digital iPads as well. And so with all that information we had from the interviews, we, we discovered one of the themes uh, coming out from them was about identity. A lot of the elders touched upon their kind of dual identity, you know, their hybrid identity um, and how they expressed their identity. So again, this was all from our interviews. So we published in a book called Scotland's Muslims and it's chapter called uh, Heritage about feeling Scottish and being Muslim. So that's one of the things from the interviews that came up, came about. And then, of course, you know, we'd gather so much information. We wanted to now be able to distribute that amongst, you know, sort of a more on grassroots level, you know, really uh, with the primary schools. So we then decided to write these publications. It's our digital primary schools resource pack. And of course, it covers a whole load of themes. Um, in fact, the themes talking this morning about the British Indian Army and, of course, Force K6, which Kay was talking about, right the way through to business in Scotland, you know, Scottish South Asian entrepreneurs, through to politics, and then, of course, you know, why we migrated to Scotland. So these are all available at our website for you know, people like teachers or just anybody to have a look at and read, and for teachers to obviously download and um, be able to teach to their classes. 
So then obviously comes next, we've got 2020 starts, really excited. We've got a 10 year anniversary, we're turning 10, and of course, lockdown starts. So one of the things that we, well, we notice everyone is now beginning to use obviously digital communication more and more. They're talking to one another more and more through, through, through digital um, media. And so we decided, well, why not embrace this technology and get in touch with a few familiar faces and of course, a few new ones as well, um, using this exact same platform, Zoom. And of course, up till now, we had asked our elders about their migration story to Scotland. But now what we wanted to do was to actually probe um, a little bit deeper and ask their advice on a variety of issues that affected them living in Scotland. You know, how did they cope with, uh, you know, certain types of issues? I'll touch on that a little bit later on. But we wanted to do this because we wanted to celebrate our sort of 10 year anniversary um, by wanting to give back to the community. So something that we could be proud of, that we know it's like a culmination of all our research up to now. So we decided to undertake this research in order to sort of distill the words of wisdom and the life lessons from our elders and sort of create this short book. It's quite a short book, something that you know we could leave as a lasting legacy for you know, to inspire others, future generations. Um, and so, of course, we've now got the, like I said, the working title of the Spice of Life: Scottish South Asian Lessons for Living. And we've only just got a first draft of this book at the moment. And hopefully proposing to release this book by mid-2021, see how things are going at the moment. I'm not sure if it'll be a publication or a digital book, still still in talks, um, still to finalise all of this. But the, like you said, uh, Maria, the project itself was inspired by Dr. Carl Pilmer's 30 Lessons for Living. Now he's an American sociologist and he actually interviewed over a thousand American elders and wanted to see what was their kind of, you know, life essences, wanted to have their, what we would call, call in Urdu or Punjabi, their life nature, their essence of, you know, what kind of advice they would want to give to people. So it's kind of somewhere between a self-help guide and a document of, sort of cultural history. So we actually, it takes stock of the lifetime wisdom, I would say of the sort of 30 senior members that mainly from the South Asian community across a variety of faiths that we've interviewed, mainly from the Glasgow community at the moment, interviewed by Zoom. And in fact, we actually managed to really surprise ourselves that we got through that many interviews in nearly sort of three weeks, just over three weeks, you know. So you can see what we were doing during lockdown. Um, and we, everyone was asked the same set of approximately sort of 14 questions. So just to move on to the kind of questions that we asked, this is just a sample of the kind of questions. Uh, you know, what kind of advice do you have about getting and staying married? Can you recollect a time or incident when you experience racism? You know, this is really big in the, in the media at the time, you know, especially with the whole black, uh, BLM movement. So want to know what their response was. And also, you know, advice on how we can maintain our South Asian cultural heritage within Scotland. And actually there was a point at the start of this project when we got our questions ready. And, you know, as the, we were thinking about brainstorming these questions, I was thinking, gosh, these are really personal questions. You know, I was getting a bit anxious and I was thinking of having doubts, but you know what, me being who I am, I thought I'm just gonna go for it and just see, let's, let's try it and see what happens. You know, we thought, are these questions too personal? Will they take our participants to, you know, a time in their lives which is very difficult for them to talk about? But, you know, and it's not an easy thing to do if you think about it. You're asking people for their advice on marriage, on children, asking them to delve into the sort of darkest 
most stressful moments and ways to cope with prejudice and injustice. So, you know, it was quite a daunting project. But what we found was when we when we interviewed people, they were so cooperative and enthusiastic and just a welcome relief. They wanted to offload. And we had so much fun in conversing, you know, with people. Um, they welcomed these conversations, in particular at a time like lockdown, when people were just, you know, wanting to talk to other people than just being in their own kind of bubble. So it gave them a release and it was so much fun doing these interviews. We learned so much. And I guess this is only possible, you know, Maria, because of the trust and reputation that cultural heritage have built up over the sort of last decade or so. Yes. So not an easy thing to do, but I had fun. So this book is broken down into several chapters, such as values, family, development, fulfillment. And of course, we've got identity coming in there, racism. Um, some of the, for, for example, in values, people take about, talk about things such as forgiveness and gratitude. These are values that they've held tight, close to their heart, living in okay. Scotland, passed down from their generations, um, you know, coming from the South Asian continent. Fulfillment is not just about job satisfaction or just family fulfillment. It's beyond that. And they describe the things that they found fulfilling, such as charity work. And, you know, people talk about the different types of charity works that they've done. Um, so things such as racism as well, you know, what advice they would give to youngsters, especially nowadays, how to deal with racism. Mm -hmm. And we had a mixed bag of information for that, you know, from things such as, you know, turn a blind eye, get on with what you do, stay focused right the way through to, you know, people saying, you know what, you need to get out there and educate people. So there was quite a, a variety, a, a varied response. And I just wanted to sort of finish off with the sort of words of wisdom, I would call these, some of the quotes which some people have, have said, and we've actually got these peppered into the actual book itself under the different topics. And there's a whole range of quotes and some really personal stories as well. I won't take you into those just now. You'll just have to read the book and find out. But for example, in relationships, somebody said, you know, relationships are the most important thing in life. Your friends, they are your investment. And the most important thing is that you give and you share. Um, on, for example, raising children. You know, we hear this a lot, but it's coming from our sort of forefathers and foremothers telling us that be part of their lives because maybe they've not had that chance to do. So they're busy working, making, making a life here. So they're telling us, this is the mistakes we made, don't do them. You know, it's amazing how they grow so fast from babies to adults. Yes. Childhood never comes back. Enjoy that part of their life as much as you can. And like I was saying before, you know, different types of advice on racism. You know, what are, you know, be proud of what you are and educate others. So I'd just like to finish off by saying that this community is very small. But it's left quite a mark in Scotland. And this book recounts the lives of its forefathers and mother and foremothers and held within them are valuable lessons for us all to learn and to read. That's a really um, interesting um, um, project that you're working on. Um, and I did have a wee peek at Dr. Carl Pellimer's um, book and advice. Um, so I'm really excited to see the, the fruits of your labour. And inshallah, it, I, I assume that you once um, uh, the book is uh, in some sort of published form, mm -hmm. it will be available to either purchase or um, you, you'll be giving some updates on social media, I assume. 
Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so our audience can have a look out for those, and yeah. next year, inshallah, inshallah, all next things, year. Fact, all things going well with um, the COVID situation, inshallah. Yeah, in fact, you know, if anybody's out there that's got you know useful publishers or you know any kind of help or advice, welcome that in. So just write into us and let us know. That'd be just great. That, that and we can they get in touch with you? Would that just be through the web website? Through the website or just like, um, okay. info at colorfulheritage.com. Yep, just 